Welcome to Seat Time, where we drink beer and talk about all the happenings with motorcycles. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Seat Time. Those who know, know that I'm Brian Pierce, but you also know who the, them there know that this is Jason Schmidt, we like to call Bloody. He's back on the couch just for tonight, though. He wanted to come by and talk some Supercross with us because shit was about to get crazy, and we needed somebody awesome to fill in the shoes for us. And of course, we always like to call back the bestest of the best. Uh, it's like kickboxer. Mm. Oh, yeah. But for talking about moto. Yeah. Can't get around it. Uh, the one person we do have to like to thank for our beer this uh, here episode, Vita Brevis Clothing. You can find this at them at vitabrevisclothing.com. Life is short. Get some damn t-shirts. Boom. Uh, okay, so we had quite a few stuff going on this weekend. What happened with you, though, kind sir? Our viewers are dying to know. I'm sure that they really don't give a rat's ass. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, I have, that could be true too. I have been uh, walking the earth. Oh, working a lot as us upright evolved people do do. Yeah, every once in a while, I still mm-hmm. knuckle drag a bit, but <laughs> I uh, have been. Only when I wipe my bum. Yeah, working a ton, getting out, doing other random stuff, shooting a lot of guns, <gasps> running, um, riding bicycles. Them pedaly bikes. Mm. And uh, that's pretty Not much it. sissy motors for you anymore. Nah. Anybody can do it with a motor. Anybody can do it if it's got a throttle. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. No. Sold my bike, sold my truck, did all that fun stuff. Just kind of focusing on some other stuff right now. Nice. Actually, Life in general. Yeah. Probably going to be back in school this semester. What? And, uh, nice. Trying to knock out some crazy grown-up stuff. It's, it's, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's overrated. Being an adult for suckers. Yeah, no, I'm trying to work out and stuff too. You look but, good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah wait till you're later. Not close enough. Get these cameras off. Put these lights to make some money. Get these funds. cameras on. Yeah, make oh, some yeah. real money. All right. So for men that did make money, is actually nobody in total because of the fact that they only paid the pros. But everyone was out there. <laughs> we were having a really good time. It was round four of the Toro series. It was at Kalispell, Texas. Um, I have to say, track was freaking phenomenal. It's 10.8 miles. They had elevation changes. They had rocks. They had roots. They had fun, flowy grass grass track sections. They had all kinds of stuff to keep you on your toes. Um, Joe McClellan did a fantastic job with that course. I'm not surprised by that because um, obviously never rode at Kalisburg, but the Green, uh, the Gainesville, I'm sorry, area. Think about what, how many badass riding places are up there. They have actual topography to yeah. work with and. There's a lot of wide open spaces there, so I'm sure there are a lot of people with awesome properties that need to get on board and let people build. Yeah, on their land. you're like, hey, here, have some money so that we yeah. can build on your property. I yeah. think that'd be great. Nobody's gonna hit your cows. Yeah, I mean, quit bogarting your yeah. land. We're not gonna hit all of them. That's a lot of yeah. that's a lot of cows. Um, but so I got to ride this weekend. That was the big thing for me. I did a lot of uh, practicing on Saturday and I did some sweeping on Sunday. It was a lot of fun. Thanks to everybody that said hi and that thought I looked like Josh Wojner because I was on his bike. I was wearing fly gear. Uh, we both have brown hair and I have a shaggy ass beard right now. So I look like a redneck bum except just a little bit less of a beard. Yeah. Belly. Wow. Beard so since that bike's never going to be loaned out again, um, <laughs> enjoy the experience. Uh, that 350 was awesome to ride. I really had a lot of fun. Josh and I obviously have different uh, ways that we set up our bikes, but at the same time, once you get used to it, you kind of get some time on it, man. It was That 350 was so much fun, and I really appreciate it, Josh. Thank you very much. Speaking of appreciate, I have to, do, I have to make an apology to Tiffany Vardell. 
because I apparently called her a sausage queen. Now, this, of course, was taken out of context because of the fact that we had a joke going on when we were at the Enduro and we were cooking sausages and it just became like, oh, I need some more sausage. It, it became an overplayed joke and I unfortunately said it without all the context behind it hmm. and people thought that I was uh, calling her out, if you will, in a negative fashion. She I was, was not hit up on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> she like, now, hey, so what's up? Uh, I heard you're a party favorite. So no. what's up, Tina the V? <laughs> Yeah, um, so I apologize, though, to everyone and to Tiffany that thought that that was negative, it wasn't, she knows what's up, but for those that don't, ask Tiffany about it, she's cool with it. So, um, for the racing that happened in Kalisburg this weekend, we had Cole Kirkpatrick, freaking awesome job, pretty much whole shot, uh, there was a little bit of a scope, if you will, um, right there on the, on the line, but Cole Kirkpatrick won, we had, uh, Caleb Ramsey in second, and then we had... Uh, Austin Henderson in third, Brian Vaughn in fourth, and Cameron Ishmael in fifth. Cameron Ishmael was actually fighting up early with Cameron Ra- uh, Caleb Ramsey in the beginning, but when it came time to pit, he forgot. Um, and so he did have, ran out of gas, just like uh, Cole did at the weekend before, and he had to get some help, which it happened. Yeah. So, oh, but man, I have to say, this has been a really, 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 Really good season so far for Toro with uh, overall Coles in first, Caleb in second, Cameron's in third. Um, Hayden Franklin was not there, so but we do have the top three, three of the past four Toro champions in the top. Racing's awesome. See you in two weeks at Poolville. It's going to be a good time. We have to say thank you to Fly Racing. You've worn Fly before, right? Yes. How Fly Still are do. you? How Fly are you? Oh, I always keep it Fly. Super fun. Keep it open. Yeah. Zip. Oh, EA, baby. EA. Flyracing.com. That's where you're going to go for all your awesome goods while you're going to be on the bike, off the bike, running around, maybe thinking about picking up a pair of boxers. If that's all you're going to be wearing, they should say fly racing on it. Hmm. Preferably around, we'll just call it the area. It's a good time. One of the pieces of clothing that I wanted to point out this time, though, is the kinetic hoodie. I've been getting a lot of uh, talk about this at the races. I've been wearing it a lot. It is Super freaking awesome looking. It's got a really, really adjustable hoodie. So in case it's windy, you need to get that down a little bit. Um, it's got little fun thumb holes. So I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, that's cool. Um, a hidden zipper pocket in the arm. You know, whatever. You know, 13. Maybe you're 50. You got to hide some stuff every now and again. Who knows what it is. And it makes you look steezy. Yeah. Which is uh, sexy with style. I don't know. What is it? You're looking at the wrong person. Style with ease. Easy style. I don't know, I came up with that. Why not? We'll call it Steezy. I didn't come up with that. I, I Googled it. Mm-hmm. But it's regardless. So. Well. Racing. Racing. Motorcycles. Some people raced real hard. Beer. On motorcycles. Uh, it was, I have to admit, I was somewhat giddy. Were you excited? Yeah. Looking forward to, for Supercross to start back up again. That routine of me sitting there going through my OCD five checks to make sure the DVR was set to record and all that fun stuff. Yeah, it was it was great. Um, the coverage was good. I love the fact that, I, obviously, with the season opener, they're going to run a live night on speed, which was great. But, I mean, granted... <laughs> a little late in the evening, unfortunately, for us old men. Yeah, I mean, yeah. after I left my early bird special at four, I had a lot of time to kill. No, uh... Man, uh... The first hour, hour and a half recapping last season, I'm 
Yay for being thorough, but at a certain yeah, point, that whole like, eight to nine special segment could have totally been racing at eight, and <clears throat> I mean, it would have been six p.m. in California for them yeah. to start racing. But who gives a rat's butthole? It would have been way better. Yeah, I mean, hell, you got people all the way on the East Coast and around the world watching this. Yeah, think about them, not just the damn Californians. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe they have the money, but it's whatever. Yeah, I don't. Maybe that's why they're racing. Yeah, I don't care. Um. I was very much excited as well. 2012, season one opener, Anaheim one. Yeah. Like, whoa. Uh, start off with the track. What'd you like, think? Man, I think it was a little bit... Number one, they had hips. I mean, but, well, but they had they, awesome hips in the little animated track map, and then it came down to live hips, and they were like pansy-ass hips. Well, the other Come part on. of it, too, is... And blow they, up the skirt, blow. Yeah, it, uh, it seems like they overthought themselves. They made it down to such a one-line track at points. Oh, you mean like for the whole... Uh, you're yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the overall to it, not just the hips or anything like that, but the... Uh, I mean, there are whole sections where it was everyone fall in line. Yeah. Everyone fall in line. And it just seemed like... It's not like you need a wide-open goat pasture out there with a couple jumps thrown in it, but... Uh, I track really didn't do it for me. Yeah. No, I definitely want to say that the track didn't do it for me either. Once uh, The animated track map made it look really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I just feel that it didn't come to fruition um, from, you know, from the animated track map to real life. But, you know, sometimes, you know, their, their measurements might be off when they make it, you know, whatever it is. But when it comes down to the goat trail side of things, you know, and they did they touch on that a little bit. If you want to make a pass, you make a pass. I really think that if you're going to come down and try to find a way to if you want to be in, if you're in third and you want to be in second, you're gonna find a way to get aggressive and get you know courageous and 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 get out of your typical line and make a pass. I don't. Well, think I mean, there were the spots on the track where it seemed like everyone was passing, and they were those set spots. Yeah, that's the turns true, where you had multiple lines going into the turns. The turns where I don't know, I, just like anytime you're behind someone, multiple laps and seeing where they set up, you're gonna set up the best place. But it just yeah. seemed like, like that wallowed out section were, in the whoops. Yeah, it's like, like they went a, wide in that left-hand turn, and then they were just like two feet from the barrels. I mean, from the mm-hmm. tough blocks, and it was just. A, yeah, I don't know. Um, track was fun, but it was what it was. Um, I, I think for me, it was just kind of like, what is gonna happen? You know, they, they they've done a really good job. Obviously, the sports getting more money, so there's more coverage. You know, more sponsors, things like that. But it, it's just, how are they gonna really? How are the riders really gonna perform? Um, after all the pumpage and the ampage that has been mm-hmm. going on. Um, and I think it turned out, I mean, as far as if we're talking about the big boys and four fifties, then it was great. And I, I really love the outcome of the two fifty classes as well. Oh no, I, I love the outcome of everything. I really think, you know, obviously I would have, I personally at this point would have liked Dungey to be in front of Reed just because of the, or the KTM part of it. But you know, I know why you would not not want that. I'm not shocked by the statement, but well, let's go ahead and actually run through the racing and everything. Two fifties. Um, it was not the Pro Circuit Kawasaki show. That was very that entertaining. Was, that was very entertaining and honestly shocking for me. Um, your big boys were still there and everything, but uh, had some really good showings by other colors of motorcycles. Yeah, no, I was excited to see that as well. It was always a good time, especially like when Jordan got all deep like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get in there, you dirty boy. Mm. I don't know. Grab it like a rabbit. Um no, uh, and then of course we've got Eli Tomac who bike blows up or whatever. Yeah, doesn't start. 
if you will. And he has to go to the LCQ. He has to go to the LCQ. I don't have pit. When they pulled that gas tank off, its little motor eyes had X's across them. Death. But so he had to go to the LCQ. He shot out of that whole shot like a bat out of hell. They should have pulled, they should have flagged the race, pulled him off to the side, and figured out what sticker he put over the sticker that says 450. Because (laughs) that bike was, he left them like he was, they were tied to trees. I mean, he was gone. Like that was a really big tree. Holy jump. It was awesome. So, of course, with that, and they won the LCQ, um, he, he did a really good job of. What working his way through almost the entire pack uh, in the main to get third, I believe. Yeah. Um, and Cole Seeley getting the win. I just, I, it was a really good showing for the 250s. The West mm-hmm. Coast, it just didn't seem like we, it seems like a lot of the names are in the East Coast this year. The bigger 250 names. I know that's. Yeah, it that threw me a bit because I had those moments where I'm like, hey, Wait a minute. Yeah. Where and, and it had been just long enough since the last yeah. season. I mean, and of course, like Roxanne got hurt. Supercross. And there's another 250 rider that got yeah. hurt. So they're going to be, you know, East Coast riders. But so the East Coast is obviously going to be good. Starting in Texas, here mm-hmm. in Dallas. Boom. It's going to be awesome. The 450s, though, I thought was. And hmm. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was really, really good racing. Yeah. And. Uh, On a subpar track. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I no big surprise. Villapoto when it all when it all came down to it, Villapoto was awesome. Got I, I, like I don't. Shot. I don't. That guy has been almost perfect since he got on that 2012 frame yeah. or now bike, but still like it's it's as if that now uh, Villapoto has been become the rider that people used to talk about Stewart as the one that who is going to be the one person to challenge Stewart. That's the way I'm going to look at this season. Who's going to be the person that's going to drag a, a dolly behind them to carry the balls it's going to take to ride like that right. and catch him? Yeah, he was just and so consistent and strong the whole way. The other things, I mean, obviously, uh, you can call me an apologist, a fanboy, whatever. I was psyched to see how Chad Reed did. Number one, with his uh, moto win. Number two, the fact that he was not the fastest rider by any means as far as uh, lap times coming throughout, uh, qualifying and all that fun stuff, but just his experience and consistency bringing him in at a second. That's awesome. Yeah, no, and uh, there was that time when Dungey, you know, Dungey and Stewart were going at it. They kind of had their battles. Stewart made his mistake. Dungey made his mistake. And then Stewart made his really big mistake. Mm. And then, of course, we got Dungey kind of pulled in on Reed. And Reed wasn't able, you know, wasn't. Reed was able to make sure that Dungey wasn't able to get by him. Yeah. I mean, and Villapoto was just, I mean, just gone. Yeah, Villapoto was in another state was, by that point. He was on a whole other track. He was already in Phoenix. Yeah. Boy, he's ready for yeah, this. Yeah, he was sitting <laughs> there kicking it in the trailer out <laughs> in the parking lot. You guys going to get here? What's up? So, yeah. congratulations to everybody. I, I mean, uh, that just, top three. And then, man, I hate to say it, but go on. Stuart lived up to the stereotypes of him being his own worst enemy. Hit it again. and quit it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's. I know, dude. I don't. Uh, I think he. I. I. Be it he owes he has overpressured himself, or the media has just done a really good job of over upping him, like just putting too much clout behind him now because uh, maybe the, he just doesn't the media have it anymore. At no time jumped out. I did not see Ed Wallace from sixty Minutes jump out and grab his bars and send him into a tough block. That was James Stewart's ass that well, hit that tough. What line. I mean is that maybe the media has done such a good job of of, of Dan of, Rather was nowhere to be seen. Of, of Moto Media, the Moto Media may have done too good of a job giving him clout 
and he just can't hold up to it. He just maybe well, he, I mean, maybe he can't take the pressure. I don't he's know. an unbelievable rider. I yeah, they're fast. I go back to um, and it's just because it's one of the it's the bane of my existence. Every time I see it pop up on the guy, it's like someone jumps out and tap dances on my scrotum. But Ooh, that's we're the, talking about the stewardship. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. The Bubba show. It, is it me or does a lot of this coincide with that? Me thinks so. Yeah, and the Yamaha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, he's on a different team, but he's still in the Yamaha. I mean, it's just like he never. Yeah. He was. He was like, but then you go back to like his one twenty five days. Been, he that's all kinds and, of incarnations so. on the Yamaha, though. I mean, they've changed. They've spun the motor around the other day. Yeah, yeah he, he should just ride backwards so it's forward. Yeah, exactly. That would have worked. It's an awesome thought. Yeah, we should do that. Let's test oh. that this weekend. One of the other things we're going to test this weekend, we're going to go ahead and test our Moto Tassinari Adjustable Tunable Intake System. That was a lot of extra words for words that don't actually exist. It's a tunable intake system. So you've got your air boot where your air filter sits, and that brings the air into your carburetor, maybe even your EFI. I don't know what's going on there. And that sounds like electronics, computers, and it freaks me out, and I go all like, oh, buggy-eyed and freaky. But what you do need to know is you should adjust the air as it needs to go into your engine just as you would by putting on a different exhaust. You adjust the air as it leaves the engine. You adjust the air as it goes into the engine. All of these things are ways that you can manipulate your horsepower and the way that your engine performs, and you can tune it to what you want the engine to do. So you go to mototassinari.com, check out one of their adjustable intake, their tunable intake boot systems, air boot systems, and uh, have a little bit more fun on your motorcycle and kick a lot more ass. Mm. I don't know. You can't What's go up? wrong. Yeah. So what's coming up? Stuff. Going on the West Coast. It uh, works. Works. Right? Round one. What? Round one in Glen Helen. At, well, at Glen Helen Motocross, which is in Devora, California. So yeah, what was what did I say? Like Devore? What did I say last week? No, I, we. I, but I had no. I, I'm not gonna lie. I have no idea how to pronounce that word. Oh, it's I in have California. no earthly idea. Bunch of hippies came up with this name. I don't know. Now, um, see who's been doing their off-season homework. Who's trained up and ready to go? Yeah, most likely Mike Brown, <clears throat> who's awesome, Brownie, the ageless. That is just Mike Brown. Who's that? And uh, we know Kurt Caselli's not going to be there because he is unfortunately not doing those series anymore. It works anyway. Um, but there are quite a few more people under the Kawasaki tent. And then, of course, we're going to have uh, Josh Strang on his new KTM ride there. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of how the, with the team the team dynamics changing up. Um, the hopefully fire-retardant um, new semi that the works people have. And we'll see kind of see how it goes and how it works out. Um, this coming weekend for Texas boys, we're going to be in uh, Nacogdoches, Texas. It's going to be at the Cycle Land Enduro. That event is going on. We have had a lot of rain here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and a lot through Texas. But that place, that's going to be good, though, because that uh, Cycle Land Sand. sucks it up really well. <laughs> I remember how many years back was it when we raced out there? Well, Not it was this like, past year, but yeah. Was, no, this past year is when I blew the motor up the oh, first time man. last year in the YZF. Mm. Um, maybe two, there, three years mm-hmm. back? Oh, it's burned into my brain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was three years back three years and two back. years back. Yeah, yeah the those. unholy rain where I figured they were going to call it because we they were just going back to terrify it. Pushed it back an hour. First few portions were, I mean, really wet after that. Like Epic. the second half after the restart, that trail was perfect. I was so happy, yeah. too, that so many people dropped out being wusses because that trail was awesome. Yeah. 
So what we're trying to say is don't think that all this weather that we've had earlier in the yeah. week is going to do anything to that property. What it's going to do is actually make it way better. If so, you haven't been out to cycle in before, that property is ridiculous. Get out there, ride afterwards, go hit that rope swing into the little lake. Yeah, yeah. That place is places. Those strong. are always fun. Chug a beer, see what happens. Yeah. Um, um, so if you're going to do an enduro, come to that. It's a, uh, it's a enduro. It's a national format, so there's no timekeeping involved. It's going to be a really good time. That's Sunday. They start at 8 a.m. Uh, T-Stack Banquet is Saturday night. If you happen to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, though, and don't want to go too far, the Bonita 100 is actually happening uh, in Bonita, Texas. That is going to be registration. The gates open at 3 p.m. on Saturday, um, and the race starts on Sunday, I believe, at 9 a.m., uh, don't hold me to that, though. They do have a website. I don't know what it is, but we can find it because that's what we do. We Google stuff on the internet. That's how I make a living. Um, but that is going to be going on. Obviously, that always goes to a good cause this year to Will Patterson as he is still um, trying to heal up from his wreck. We have as, as well had a friend um, who has been injured you know, from a riding injury. Actually um, at Bonita. Yeah, actually at Bonita. Um, but um, he, you know, so it obviously it rings true to us, you know, in these these uh, fundraising kind of rides where we can really help out a lot of the riders who are, you know, less fortunate than us, not just in the fact that they have had a wreck, but that because of that wreck, they may not be able to work, they may not be able to raise funds for their family, and they need a little bit of help. So the Riders Down Foundation helps hold events like this. Um, to support those riders who have been hurt, you know, doing what they love. So it's definitely an event to check out and uh, definitely a good place to put your money, um, I would think. So. Yeah, absolutely. And um, don't think about it. Uh, think about it as someone that got hurt doing something that if you're watching this, it's something that you obviously love. And if that's not enough of it for <laughs> or you... Or you're our family. I don't yeah, know. exactly. Hey, hi, Mom. No, that or uh, just think about the fact that these people... Also, the impact that it has across the board with their families, wives, kids, things right. like that. Ten bucks it, goes a long way after 100 people. Yeah, absolutely. So please definitely give their site a look. If you're not able to make it out to the event, you can make a donation, and it it's truly appreciated by anyone in that position. Absolutely. Um, so uh, episode 45, this has been Sea Time. It's been a little bit short, but that's okay. We still had fun. We talked about all the crap that we like to talk about. Racing that happens between people that are better than us. Yeah. So that's kind of what happens. <laughs> um, we did actually earlier this evening talk to Josh Demuth. Uh, we had a little phone interview with him. That'll be up uh, on the site later this week as well. Hopefully he'll be on the couch with us coming up soon once he gets back into town from work. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so seat time, seattime.co is the URL where you can always find all the shenanigans that go on as well on Facebook, facebook.com slash seat time. And then if you're on Twitter and you want to tweet your Twitter handle off to seat time, it is at seat time underscore co is our specific Twitter handle. And then as well, if you want to go ahead and make fun of bloody, it is bloody J on Twitter. What is it twitter.com slash bloody J at bloody J? Uh, bloody underscore J. Ah, I totally had that wrong. It's bloody Something like that. J. You know, whatever. Yeah. It happens to the best of us. So thank you very much. Um, as we would always like to say at the times when the show comes to an end, you grab your beer and you always say, enjoy a pipe full of awesome. Thanks, guys.